I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Bring it up, Jake. Monster teaser conversation as well. Maybe we'll carry that into tomorrow also. We'll see. But we have to talk comeback player of the year right now. And um, in the last segment, and that wraps up P-squared, B-squared awards for week number two in the National Football League. We'll do it again next Thursday on the show. Uh, Ken, we went to break, and you were saying there are a couple guys in the market that do not necessarily check every box you're looking for in a winner for comeback player of the year, but maybe at least a couple of them as we look to potentially take down DeMar Hamlin as a hashtag vulnerable favorite in this market, minus 190 at BetMGM. Uh, so, Ken, who are those players? What are their prices? What's the case to be made? What's the play? Yeah, <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, two players that, uh, that I think are really interesting, and then I'll, I'll give you a third just to like monitor someone we talked about before the season. So the the two players that at least were, are worthy of consideration. You may hate these. That's fine. Um, I spend too much time thinking about this award, and maybe Demar Hamlin just wins. But I think for now, I have to operate like. I think it's becoming more and more likely he doesn't. And I'm curious what happens when he's active for the first time and how the market responds, et cetera. The two players that I'd look at would be Matthew Stafford and Baker Mayfield, two quarterbacks. Uh, quarterbacks generally have a leg up in winning this award because um, they play the most high profile position. And the criteria are kind of different for when a quarterback wins. When a position player wins, usually follows a really, really specific guideline. It's a, a, just a tremendous almost all pro level player who gets hurt at some point during their career uh, or has like a health scare at some point in their career and then returns to like that dominant form quarterbacks are a little different um you know geno smith winning last year i think would be the perfect example of yeah like it's a weirder case to make like if it's not just significant injury comeback but it can be kind of a mix it can be significant injury or missed games or like didn't start for some reason and now you're back especially if you have especially if you have some track record of success that's how most of these guys win it and stafford and mayfield are both not perfect candidates um stafford did play 
about half of last season. Like he ended up starting about seven games or something. So it's not like he missed a full year. And this was like a really, really significant injury he's coming back from. But I think he missed enough games uh, that he would be at least eligible for consideration in this award. And he's a quarterback and everyone loves him. And I think the problem that he will face, the reason why he's not a perfect candidate, is that I do think that you need the Rams to be good for him to win. And I am definitely not convinced that they're going to be remotely good this year. But I think if they were, he would be an incredibly appealing candidate. I mean, if the Rams were projected to be better, he would might need to be the favorite right now. And they're just, you know, they're an eight point, seven point dog against San Francisco. You lose a bunch of games. I don't, I don't think he can win. But if they put together some kind of magical season here, like this is the guy who bet, like maybe McVay wins coach of the year. This is the guy who benefits and he benefits in this market by winning. And uh, so just something to keep in mind if the Rams start really surprising. I think Stafford is a, a, definitely a player to consider uh, depending on how this market takes shape with DeMar Hamlin. The other players, Mayfield, Similar problem. Uh, is the team going to be good enough? This is one of the reasons why I didn't bet either player before the year started. But as we start to get more kind of surprising data points, good performances, wins, and think about how this came together with Geno Smith last year, right? Did anybody think the Seahawks were gonna be projected to be one of the worst teams in the league and then started winning games? And all of a sudden this price gets really interesting because they might be good. And maybe the Rams are good. I'm like, I'm trying to be open-minded because we get we get who the good teams are wrong all the time. And why why can't it be the Rams? And why can't it be Tampa? And if they ever are, if they're ever like Seattle last year, make the playoffs barely, win nine games or something along those lines, uh, Mayfield, more of a Geno Smith narrative, kind of kicked around to a couple different teams, did start some games for the Rams last year, but it would sort of be a very Geno-ish storytelling with him already like absolutely getting headlines for some of his sound bites during the game against Minnesota, like his like attitude people are kind of buying in on. Like this is the stuff that you want for an award like this. And then for, for Stafford, it's different, right? Here's like an all pro level player who actually like doesn't start games last year and then comes back and plays well. So I don't think any of them are the perfect candidate because I don't think necessarily either team is good enough, but like, I'll put it this way. I think there's almost a 0% chance Tua can win. I think there's almost a 0% chance Calvin Ridley can win. I think there's actually a 0% chance almost the next 75 names on the list can win. And these guys aren't zero. They're not. Baker Mayfield can win this award and Matthew Stafford can win this award. So I think they're both interesting for that reason. I, I'd start with them and then just a third player very quickly. Chase Young looks like he's going to be active this week against Denver, full participant in practice today. We talked about him at a very big price before the year. The commanders did not pick up his fifth year option on his contract. So he's kind of like playing as an audition probably for his next team. Obviously like a former number two overall pick in the draft gets hurt all the time. I like he was 100 to one before the season. That price may have even dropped in a couple places to even more than that, but it's still about 100 in the couple places that I've looked at. I think you want to wait a week on him. He already missed the first game. Maybe he like, you know, plays 20 snaps and it's nothing and it's not a big deal. If he like has a, a big performance, even like records a sack against Denver and starts to kind of get on the radar here, he would be a very, he would be a check all the boxes kind of player. He just has to play, which is kind of problematic. So um, I think you can be very kind of cautious still in this market. Hamlin's going to hold a ton of win probability for a long time here because they took so much money on him before the year and he's viewed as very likely to win. That gives you a few weeks of wiggle room to uh, to kind of, uh, you know, look at the other candidates, scan the board, kind of see what happens results-wise and then make decisions. You still have a couple weeks left to do that before this market really gets shaped. And uh, just a, some names to look at, I think, that have emerged so far. 
All right, good stuff there. Uh, not just on Comeback Player of the Year, but all show long from Ken talking about awards in the National Football League. I call Ken the uh, the GOAT of awards betting because uh, I believe it to be true. And he's the best at breaking it down in the entire space. So good stuff there from our guy, Ken Barkley. Uh, P-squared, B-squared rewards. Try and speak. P-squared, B-squared awards returns next Thursday on, on You Better You Bet. Gold star to mm. me. Um, it's a little monster now. Yeah. Uh, the monster teaser, for people that don't know, is a 13-point teaser. What was the uh, the old like ad read that we used to do? The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology. Revolutionary the monster technology. Helping betters all helping betters all across America lose more money. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what was what was the read? I don't even know if we should say it. They don't sponsor uh, us anymore. Helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Yes, helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit getmyphoenix.com for more. There you mm. have it, Phoenix. There's a nice free ad read for you. Um, the monster is a yes. It's a fourteen, thirteen point teaser. Either sides or totals that uh, you have to pay a lot for. You'll put the bet in, and you'll hear us talk about it, and you'll be like, "Wow, hashtag how does it lose?" And then uh, the Steelers lose by twenty three to the Forty ers That's how that's how it loses. So the side yeah. monster loses in week one. The total monster ends up winning. Uh, let's at least try and get the side. We we probably we should do the game in the entire final segment. Let's at least yeah. do the side monster here. Maybe we'll hold Why the total for today? tomorrow. Yeah, side today, I have, total uh, tomorrow. Love it. I have compiled a large list of potential choices yeah, here. Yeah. Um, is the number one pick actually tonight with Philadelphia? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Well, well no, actually, so. actually, I'm wrong about this because I thought it, I'm bad at math. I thought we were getting more than seven and we're not. Plus seven is yeah. not. I thought it was more than seven. So no. No, I don't think we're using Ken, tonight's well, game actually at all for sides. Ken, yeah, why, don't why, why, why don't why don't you just tell us what the number one pick is? It ha- it has to be the Giants plus nine at Arizona. Yeah. It has to be yeah. Arizona to win the game by ten or more is how you lose that game uh, in a game with a total of thirty nine and a half. Uh, I have that as the number one pick. Uh, I'll give you a couple other ones just to kind of get us jump started here. Uh, Bills plus four and a half at home against the Raiders. So the Raiders have to win that game by six or seven at Buffalo. I'm just going to give you a couple options. You don't have to pick them. I, I'm I'm going to advocate pretty strongly for that one over some of the other options. I think um, a couple other games we can pick. We can, uh, oh, I totally lost my train of thought. I had one more that I was going to bring up real quick. What is it? Giants? Oh, uh, Lions eight and a half at home against Seattle is the other one. Love that. Um, so now that the Seahawks have been bet down because we're morons, uh, you can Lions more than a possession uh, in what is going to be like a riotous environment at, uh, in Detroit. So Detroit plus eight and a half, Bills plus four and a half, and Giants plus nine at Arizona would be three early candidates for me. Um, I know you like this side. I kind of do also, at least in teasers, like traditional two team six pointers. Sure. Do we want to? Do we want to get involved with the Pittsburgh Steelers again after what happened in Week One? I I would. Yeah, the total in the game is thirty eight and a half, and I can get them to fifteen plus okay. fifteen against Cleveland yeah. at home off a loss. Uh, Feels I have pretty that good. Down for like the next group, but I uh, I wanted to bring up the other ones first. So yeah, I think that's definitely one that would come up. Um, this is narrative I guess is the wrong word, but like just, uh, like a, a result that I'm going to say the game, you'll be like, wait, what? Just a result that's hard for me to visualize. Like, honestly, like Bengals plus 10 is like a really hard result for me to visualize after they got steamrolled last week too. Um, at just like br- blown out again, really at home would be, uh, another one that I had written down. And then the, the other thing, and this is, this is one that's like a little scarier, but like, I did write it down. 
like commander's 16 and a half against that. Like Denver can't beat anybody by more than like two. Like it's just not possible the way that they play offense. So like, yeah, cool. They can, they can win by a lot. 10, nothing. That's what they can win by. And like, that's about it. And, uh, and you get them up to, you get commanders up to 16 and a half. So just a, a bunch of stuff to consider there. I think. Um, I, so you've mentioned all of mine with the exception of one, uh, Kansas City plus nine and a half against Jacksonville. Oh, I thought you were going to say the Bears. That's what they were going to say. Like, can Baker Mayfield win by 17? I, I, I am rooting for Tampa to win like 100 to nothing. Why are you rooting for Tampa to win 100 to nothing? Because I, I Baker want the Mayfield Bears to come back player of the year. Yeah. I, I, well, I hate, I hate the Bears and I'm, and I'm going to end up betting Tampa and I want the Bears to be terrible. Okay. I, I would also like Tampa to win because uh, I have the Chicago Bears under win total for a lot of money. And because if the Buccaneers go to 2-0, and like I, this Baker thing is just like a little interesting. Like if they go like 9-8, and eight, I think he maybe could win this in a year I, with I, like I, very I, with very poor comeback player of the year candidates. Bulls is going to win coach of the year if they go 9-8. and eight. I think Baker winning is actually more likely than Bulls winning by a lot. Yeah, I think Bowles has been around for so long. I don't think he garners a lot of attention from people who would vote. But I think Baker's like a really lightning rod kind of a guy for an award like that. I think it's pretty interesting. Number one pick, kind of discarded. What about uh, what about Kansas City? Totals too high. Either team by ten points, fourteen points wouldn't surprise me. <sighs> but I'll tell you, yeah, but yet Mahomes to not lose by ten. I, I mean, I, I think they could actually lose by 10 in the first game with Kelsey. I think Jacksonville's so, really good. And the total's really so high. So what would, do your your four choices would be what? Giants, I agree with. Giants plus sure. nine. Steelers, 15. Okay, I like that too. See, uh, Lions, eight and a half against Seattle. I, I actually, I even like that you get eight there. Like you just, like eight's a win. Like an, more than a possession for them in that game. That sounds tough. Uh, and I think the fourth, we can we can definitely have a discussion. I like I mean, the commanders I, like, more I'm, than the Bills. What if Josh Allen's just going to turn the ball over? Like, what if he turns the ball over four times in this game again? Unlikely. Yeah. That, I mean, like, you need McDaniels to win by six or seven at Buffalo. Like, that's what you need. Yeah, it's just, uh, I think, or I think you, the or good news the is that all, all, of these results, all, all of these results are unlikely. Like, for well, I'm saying them both out loud because, like, which one's actually less likely? Like Howell might be really bad and he's on the road. Can they lose by 20 more often than the bills lose at home to the Raiders and not by a field goal? Uh, I guess when you put it like that, Buffalo is probably a little more appealing, right? Cause there is an avenue uh, for Washington to lose and it's Howell turns it over like five times. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I would, I would vote Buffalo pretty strong. And, I was a little and, surprised and that you, know, you like, really I didn't just like that about... one. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's not that I just, I just worried that Josh Allen's going to, I think that's an outcome that exists. And for people that are saying, sure. well, you just said that about Josh Allen. Now you're saying about it, Sam Howell. Um, Josh Allen's definitely better than Sam Howell. I know Allen just yeah, turned it think? over four times. Like I'd rather, yeah. I'd rather like rather bet on Josh Allen than bet on Sam Howell. If given the choice. Yeah, uh, of course. Right. If Josh Allen and Sam Howell played right now in intro field, Josh Allen be favored by more than 10, probably. <laughs> like, I'm just, it's like, what are we talking about? Um, I want Washington to win, but uh, I think Buffalo, Buffalo to just not like lose gross <laughs> to the Raiders is like a pretty, I think a pretty good option. So you want to do Buffalo, Giants, Lions, Steelers? Yeah. Who's most likely to lose that? 
I guess it has to be Pittsburgh, right? Is it Detroit just because the number is kind of small? Um, Seahawks by 10. They, they don't have their tackles. I don't know. I think the Lions are kind of like too good. Like, I think they can lose that game, obviously, but just like getting trucked in that situation. Do you want to so do do take, take the Lions out? I, if it's in favor of the Commanders, no. Or or any of the other teams. Like, I mean, it's, you know, Niners plus five and a half. Like, no thanks. Titans up, no. Neither side of Packers-Falcons, neither side of Colts-Texans. No, I think we got it. I could see Bears up being appealing to a lot of people, but I just, I'm good. I'm good on that one. I think, I, I, I think I'd like Kansas City over Detroit, but we can we can have Detroit be the team this week. So Giants, Steelers, Lions, Commanders for the Monster side. Monster total coming up on Friday. Coming up next, all our bet side total props. Minnesota, Philly, tonight. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 